Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of ataxia telangiectasia from the immunology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A three-year-old boy is brought to the clinic by his mother due to a severe ear infection. She is upset because he just recovered from one about two months ago. On exam, he has multiple telangiectasias on his face and walks with difficulty. On further questioning, his mother reveals that though he has learned to walk at one year of age, he instead has not improved steadily like his older sister, but seems to have regressed. He is clumsy when walking and his trunk seems unstable. This is a case of ataxia telangiectasia. Let's now get into the topic. Let's begin with an introduction about this topic. Ataxia telangiectasia is a primary immunodeficiency of B and T cells. In terms of the pathogenesis, it involves a mutation in the ATM gene encoding a DNA repair enzyme. This causes the patient to be unable to repair double-stranded breaks in DNA before cell division. This leads to genomic instability and development of cancers. It also leads to cerebellar degeneration. In terms of the genetics, this is an autosomal recessive condition. For the exam, it is important to remember the four A's. A for ATM gene, A for ataxia and cerebellar defects, A for spider angiomas or telangiectasias, and A for IgA deficiency. Let's now review the clinical presentation including symptoms and physical exam findings of ataxia telangiectasia. Symptoms include ataxia onset in childhood, telangiectasias onset in childhood, and recurrent sinopulmonary infections including ears, sinuses, and lungs. Physical exam findings include multiple telangiectasias most commonly on the face and ears. They can also be on the conjunctival sclera. You would also notice ocular movement abnormalities including strabismus and nystagmus, along with cerebellar ataxia including dysmetria, dysdiadocokinesia, and hypotonia. Let's now discuss the diagnostic evaluation of ataxia telangiectasia. Serologies would show an increase in AFP, decrease in IgA, and decrease in IgG and IgE. Labs would show a decrease in lymphocytes. And in terms of imaging, an MRI will show cerebellar atrophy. In terms of a differential diagnosis, the main differentials to keep in mind are cerebral palsy, Friedrich ataxia, Gaucher disease, or Neiman-Pick disease. Let's now discuss the treatment of ataxia telangiectasia. Treatment involves rehab for ataxia, and for recurrent infections, you would use IVIG and antibiotics. Let's now discuss the prognosis, prevention, and complications of ataxia telangiectasia. In terms of the prognosis, there is a variable rate of progression. Death often occurs by early adulthood. Eventually, the patients are wheelchair-bound. In terms of complications, you would have recurrent infections and risk of malignancy including lymphoma and leukemias. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A mother brings her 10-year-old girl to the pediatrician for a routine visit. 
During the visit, the girl comments that recently she has been having difficulty with her balance and has been falling more than usual. She also complains of a rash on her face that has not resolved despite trying multiple over-the-counter treatments. The pediatrician is concerned and pursues a full workup during which the patient's alpha-fetoprotein or AFP level is found to be elevated. Which of the following is the most likely cause of this patient's symptoms? 1. Defect in cellular transport. 2. Defect in cell surface receptor. 3. Defect in actin cytoskeleton function. 4. Defect in microtubule function. Or 5. Defect in DNA repair. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 5, defect in DNA repair. This patient is presenting with ataxia telangiectasia characterized by cerebellar defects, telangiectasias, and IgA deficiency. It is caused by a defect in cellular DNA repair enzymes. Remember, ataxia telangiectasia, or AT, is a B and T cell immunodeficiency caused by defects in the ATM gene on chromosome 11, which codes for DNA repair enzymes. This makes cells hypersensitive to ionizing radiation and results in the characteristic triad of cerebellar defects, spider angiomas, or telangiectasias, and IgA deficiency. Patients may also experience recurrent pulmonary infections and an increased risk of malignancy due to lack of DNA repair. On labs, an increased alpha-fetoprotein, or AFP, is often seen. Let's now review two citations related to this topic. In the first citation, Roost reviews the evaluation of primary immunodeficiency diseases in children. He states when an immunodeficiency disease is suspected, initial laboratory screening should include a complete blood count with differential and measurement of serum immunoglobulin and complement levels. The presence of lymphocytopenia on complete blood count suggests a T-cell disorder, whereas a finding of neutropenia suggests a phagocytic disorder. In the second citation, Podralska et al. conducted a molecular analysis of the ATM gene in a cohort of 24 patients with ataxia telangiectasia with the aim of being able to provide an updated mutational spectrum in AT patients. The status of recurrent mutation was confirmed and 10 new ATM variants were detected. Specifically, large genomic deletions were for the first time detected. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1 is incorrect because defects in cellular transport do not cause ataxia telangiectasia. Answer choice 2 is incorrect because defects in cell surface receptors are not observed in AT. Rather, they are seen in severe combined immunodeficiency, or SCID, which is characterized by defective IL-2 receptors. Answer choice 3 is incorrect because defects in actin cytoskeleton function are not observed in AT. Rather, they are seen in Wiscott-Aldrich syndrome in which T-cells are unable to reorganize their actin cytoskeletons. And finally, answer choice 4 is incorrect because defects in microtubule function are not observed in AT. Rather, they are seen in Chediak-Higashi syndrome in which there is microtubule dysfunction in phagosome lysosome functions. And that's all for this review about ataxia telangiectasia. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. 
Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.